Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hello, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I am um, excited that it's finally a little bit cooler outside now. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. Is it still really (laughs) hot down there? I mean, it's Texas. It's going to be hot until like November. Yeah, I say that and then now I look at the weather forecast and it's going to be in like the mid 80s today, which is wicked hot here. So never mind. Oh, at least it's not a hundred. give for the mid 80s. Uh, that sounds lovely. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on? Um, well, I, uh, I'm looking at my little puppy. He's sleeping. Aww. Which is, uh, I like him that way. <laughs> yeah. Is he sleeping a lot since he's like a puppy and he's growing and all yeah, that fun jazz? Yeah, he's a baby. Aww. So he's either, you know, in crazy mode playing with Moose. And right. by playing with Moose, I mean like pouncing on him and picking out his man bun. Oh my God. Yeah. I love Moose's man bun. So fun. Well, Moose has barely had a man bun since we had the puppy because every time I put it in, Kevin picks it out. That's so cute. Someone Aww. someone said they think it might be Kevin grooming him, like it's an inconsistency oh. in his in Moose's Oh, that makes sense. Fur. Yeah. It, it, it Maybe. Or he's just like, give me your man bun. <laughs> yeah. I know that there's like a dog, like there's a lot of bigger dogs don't like hats on people and they'll try to take hats. And I don't, but I never really thought of it as it being a grooming thing as much as I thought they were just being jerks. <laughs> yeah. I think he might just be being a jerk. Right, but uh, That's too funny. they're good. They're getting along for the most part. Good. How has your training been going? Training's going. We had a couple of days in a row of no accidents, and then we had a little regression. So uh, we're back to being a little stricter with him. That's good. But uh, yeah. he's sleeping yeah, through yeah. the night for the most part. He gets a little antsy. Um, yeah, but he's he doesn't have to pee, or if he does have to pee, we he's holding it. So. <laughs> right, right, right. And how is your running training going? Oh, running training. You're not talking about. Well, I mean, it, you're that's like the hallmark of a true mom is like you immediately are like talking about like mom stuff. You're like, oh, yeah, he's only peed his pants. I mean, like yeah, this is, a, this is a running podcast, right? Like when you say when you say training, I should go immediately to running. But I'm like, oh, dog training. No, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> Um, running training is going well. I am because it's so hot. I'm doing most of my weekday runs on the treadmill, but, um, I have a cool treadmill. I know you do too. Um, but I can kind of plug in a map and run, you know, look at different routes on the map and I can, there are different workouts that they have built into the treadmill that I can do. So I've been doing a bunch of different speed and hill workouts on the treadmill. And then I plan on getting out this weekend for my long run. So it's been going well. That's good. Yeah, I try as much as I I do some of my training runs on the treadmill just because, I don't know, summer schedule, like I'll end up on the treadmill. It's later in the day. It's too hot or whatever. But I do like to do my long runs outside for the most part. Yeah. 
Yeah, long runs outside are. I mean, I've done a few on the treadmill, but I it's so much nicer outside. You get a change of scenery. You don't, you know. Right. Yeah. I'm all for the mill when you have a specific workout, but when you're kind of just going at the same pace for a long distance, it gets a little boring. Yes. So what, I know that you're, you're currently in half marathon training mode. What race is it that you're signed up for again? Uh, my first race is rock and roll Philly half That's marathon. Right. Okay. Very cool. Um, and then I have, I have, uh, I have one race every month through January starting in September. Nice. Which I think is a good kind of flow. So I have a half in September. That's Rock and Roll Philly. I have a half at the end of October, a little local one here in Texas. That's Halloween mm-hmm. themed, which should oh, be fun. fun. Um, I have, I'm doing Rock and Roll Savannah in November. I'm so jealous. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. I just booked my trip and it is so, oh man, they really suck you. Savannah, I'm like, oh, Savannah, Georgia, it's not going to be that expensive. And I'm looking at like, hotels and things in general and they're really not that bad but then when I plug in the weekend of the race the price is like doubled oh that's super annoying yeah but we found a good uh Airbnb to stay at so that should be nice yeah that'll be fun I uh I'm currently training I'm like halfway through the my training cycle for the 1812 challenge now that's like super confusing. It's a race that's 18.12 miles long. And I've done that distance twice. Um, but because I was, I was like, no idea what I was going to happen as far as long distance running was concerned after surgery and all that stuff. I, they have a half option. So I am training for the half. Um, nice. And then, yeah, that's at the end of August. And then I, the next one I have on, like, I've registered for uh, is the Syracuse half marathon, which is one that I do every year. Um, and that one keeps changing when they do it. Well, it's now going to be in November. It was in March for several years and then they did it in March and November last year, but it'll be in November from now on. Okay. Hopefully yeah. that, uh, cause no, I've, no. I've done that one with you Yeah. and the first year it was freezing, but doable. And then the second year I came to do it, there was a snowstorm <laughs> yeah, and you ended up, I, I ended up having some uh, really weird health issues the day before yeah. the race. So I sat it out, but I remember you coming back to the hotel after the race. Cause you were staying at our hotel with us. Cause it was closer to the race start and your eyelashes were frozen shut. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was an experience. Um, I mean, there's no saying that it won't snow like that in November here because you're kind of open for like snow anytime between October and May, honestly. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I think usually generally the weather is a little bit better um, in November. So hopefully that won't happen again. Um, Fingers crossed for you. Right. Uh, And then there are, I know today we're going to talk about virtual races. So I do actually have a few of those that I'm signed up for between um, now and then. I'm going to be using them as training runs. Awesome. Yeah, I love a good virtual race. Before we get into that, though, I want to talk about something that's not virtual And that is the wine that I'm drinking. Oh my gosh, we didn't even start with that. (laughs) I know, usually it's always like the first thing. Man, where is my head today? Go ahead, please tell me about your wine. So, I am drinking a wine called Hope's End, which sounds kind of sad. It does. But (laughs) The bottom of the bottle is the end of hope. (laughs) I like it because the front of the bottle has a little mini description because my wine last week did not have a description. I was very upset about it. Yeah. This one on the front of the bottle, it says, run 
away to the dark side to a place oh. called Port Misery, South Australia. It's very dark. Oh, I guess so. But I mean, run is a word that's on the wine. I felt yeah. like it was very appropriate. But on the back, more of a description, double description. Mm. This dark brooding wine is a tribute to the brave souls who set sail to the dark side of the world in search of a better life and arrived to find hope's end. In that moment, they stopped hoping for a better tomorrow and instead lived for the day. Soft, lush boysenberry, marmalade, and cherry jam laced with subtle new oak. This red blend is intriguing and indulgent. Silky velvet smooth on the palate, showing hints of vanilla and chocolate. The flavors linger long after the last sip. Is that not like the best description in a while? From a yeah. wine. Seriously, because I haven't been able to find them. Like sometimes I do choose my wine based on the labels and that that's that hits the nose. Yeah, and it's pretty good too. It's from Australia. Port Misery, Australia. Port Misery, Australia. Well, I like what they went what they did there. Yeah, they really leaned into where they came from. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, so I am drinking a Sauvignon Blanc. Um, and it is called Uproot. Um, it doesn't have like a description, but I found a review of it online and mm. just to describe it, right? And it, they they describe it as down to earth style. Um, reminds us that wine in the conversation as it uh, uncorks should be fun. Um, and the people who put off a sophisticated yet affable vibe, like so, it's kind of like a fun. Um, drink that you can just made for summer, I guess. Um, that sounds nice. Yeah. I feel like when I clicked on it, I read something a little bit more catchy than that. Um, they said that n- they refer to it. It's not unlike that of a high end call girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, perfect for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So anywho, it's very light, it's crisp, and uh, the bottle is very minimalist. It just has, like, a block of different, like, green and uh, red. No, not green and red. Green and yellow colors. Nice. Yeah, like almost like a barcode, but it's skinnier. So anywho, that's why. I'll have to that one. Yeah, it's yummy. All right, so virtual races. So first things first. What is a virtual race? Because I, I mean, I know now, but I remember the first time that I heard of one, I was like, what the heck is a virtual race? So how would you describe it? You know, um, a virtual race is something that you register for and they'll usually give you the mileage. So say it's a 5k. Um, sometimes it comes with a medal or a t-shirt or some sort of, you know, swag, but you have to do it. It's like more of an honor system thing, but you do it on your own time, usually on a specific date. Um, and then you can, you know, post about it on Instagram. There's a little, like there might be a hashtag that you can follow that's associated with the virtual race, but it's meant to do it virtually so that you can share with your running community virtually. Yeah. And what I like about virtual races is it, If you live in a rural area, if you're not close to really any races, it's a great way to kind of get, I mean, you obviously don't get the entire race experience with the starting line and the, you know, crowd support and all that jazz, but it gives you kind of a purpose and a distance and you still get some swag and, um, and it's a great kind of goal to work toward. 
Yes, and, I agree. And you can do it on your own time. You know, you don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. to get to the starting line. You can right. wake up whenever you want and roll out of bed and go to your race. But also right. what I like about virtual races is a lot of them are for charity. Yeah. So your proceeds go to charity. And we are actually sponsoring a particular virtual race. Runners Who Wine is sponsoring the Happy Hour Virtual 5K Series. Perfect. Which is perfect. So you can run your little 5K um, and then go straight to Happy Hour, which is something we talked about on our last episode. It is. <laughs> but um, this is the More Miles Races Happy Hour Virtual 5K Series. And all of the proceeds go to the American Institute for Cancer Research. Nice. Which is great. And yeah. Kelly, who runs more miles, more more miles races, um, she's raised over seventy five thousand dollars for charities since last September. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I didn't know that. So she has a bunch of really cool races on her site. It's and we'll link to her site in the show notes and um and in our blog posts that drive to the episode. But it's moremilesraces.com. And there's a whole happy hour virtual race series for the summer. So there's one virtual race a month. There are 5K distance. And the first one starts tomorrow, July 19th at 5 p.m. But you can, I mean, of course, you can run it whenever you want. Um, But Mm -hmm. 5 p.m. is happy hour. Um, But you can sign up for just the July one. It's $10 and you get a little koozie with it so that you can run and then have your beer with your happy hour virtual 5k swag there's another one in august and then there's the last one in september um so you can sign up for each race individually they're ten dollars each and you can also add an additional donation to um to the american institute for cancer research or you can sign up for all three and it's 25 dollars. yeah that's a nice deal there Um, and like I mentioned before, it looks like there is a, uh, hashtag, um, so you can follow others who are also running it virtually and it's hashtag virtual happy hour run. And then you can also, uh, upload your run, uh, on Strava as well. Yeah. And she has a group there. Yeah. So Anne Marie and I will both be running the happy hour virtual 5k tomorrow. So we hope that you join us. Right. And it doesn't, I think it has to be said that it doesn't need to be done outside. It can even be done on a treadmill if you want it, you know, if you have to, like if you have small kids and can't leave the house or something, if your happy hour involves the kids drinking their juice while you drink your wine. (laughs) Or if your Um, happy hour is is in the morning and you have your coffee after. That's true. There you go. If you don't necessarily drink, but want to join in on the fun. Um, So that's cool. I, I really like this. I like that it is for charity. Um, and I think it, it's going to be a lot of fun to do. And uh, we would love to know, like, if you do it, like, like, leave us a comment on the blog or, um, you know, shoot us an email and let us know how it goes. Yeah. And, and tag runners who wine if you share on social. Yeah. Just hashtag runners who wine or tag me and Anne-Marie in your photo so we can give you some props and cheer you on. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd like, I want to know who else I'm running with. You know, that's the whole point of doing it virtually. Um 
I, and I, there is another virtual run I'm doing the following week. And that is, uh, Ragnar recently, like within the last year started putting on virtual races or runs or as they refer to them challenges. So it was like last May, they did their first chase the moon challenge and it went off so well, um, that they're doing it again. They did a summits challenge in October, um, but they're doing it again this July and it's July 27th. And basically, um, it says if you run 6.7 miles under the full buck moon, that's the full moon that's coming up in July, we'll collectively run around our nearest galactic neighbor. And uh, it would be so like as long as so many people sign up, like all of those miles, the goal is like 33,500 miles um, will run around the moon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you do get it. You can be done virtually, but we're doing a lot of in-person meetups. So um, a lot of the ambassadors for Ragnar have set up uh, in-person groups to run. So you can feel like you're actually part of like a race or a challenge um, with a group of people. Uh, I know us like in Syracuse, we're doing something and but it's nationwide. So if you go to like the Ragnar events calendar, you can see what uh, Chase the Moon challenges are going on. But you do get a medal for that one. That's super cool. Yeah, we should. uh, Maybe we can get some people together to run our happy hour 5k with us. See that? Yeah, that would be fun. We could create some sort of event. I have like, I mean, I do have a small group of running friends. I live in a small area. Um, but yeah, that would be cool. I'm sure that you could find a bunch of people in Austin. Yeah. If you're in Austin and you're listening and you want to do this virtual race with me, let me know. We can get together. Yes. Um, and I, do, I should say, mention that we were talking about charity. The charity that this uh, Ragnar race goes to the chase the moon challenge is the hole in the wall gang camp. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And they, it says the hole in the wall gang camp is all about good friends, good fun, and finding opportunities to raise a little hell through a variety of year round programs. They provide the camp provides joy, hope, and healing to more than 20,000 seriously ill children. So fun fact. Yes. My first big race ever was the New York City half, and mm-hmm. I ran it for the Hole in the Wall Gang. Oh my gosh, how ironic is yeah. that? Yeah, so they were actually, the company that I worked with at the time did some pro bono ad campaigns for Hole in the Wall Gang. Aww. So it was through my company um, that I got a spot on their team, and I raised, I think I had to raise like $3,000, or maybe it was $1,500. I, anyway, I raised money for them and got to run in their jersey. Um, they're a really Aww. great charity. That's awesome. Super cool. I love that these challenges do something for charity and it's not just, you know, for the heck of it. And it's not just going back to some company trying to make a profit off of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, But I'm excited. I mean, the American Cancer Society, uh, the Institute for Cancer Research, rather, like that's that's also an amazing cause. Um, Unfortunately, way too many people uh, are affected by that disease. Mm -hmm. And research is super important. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for both of those. Um, Too bad we didn't have like some sort of fun shirt we could make, (laughs) like post. (laughs) Not that crafty, though, for the for um, the more miles race. Yeah, that would have been fun. If only we'd planned further ahead (laughs) further ahead well we'll be posting about it on instagram and certainly feel free to uh register and join us um and tag us if you do run yeah um another really fun 
virtual race that I've done in the past is run Disney's virtual running shorts. So this is something that they started about two or three years ago, I think. Um, And so run Disney has a ton of races throughout the year, but they actually, and I might be wrong, but I don't think they have any over the summer, probably because it's so hot in both Florida and California where they do their races. So they started this virtual running series and it's similar to the happy hour run. It's three 5Ks throughout the summer. There's one in June, one in July and one in August. And you can sign up for each individually or you can sign up for the whole collection of them. And I actually did it with my mom. So, I mean, virtually, obviously, right, virtual right. races, but she wanted to do another 5K and there was nothing, you know, really going on in the summer months. And I found this and she knows that I love Disney races. So I was like, oh, why don't we kind of do these together and we can run on the same day and you get a bunch of medals that are like, they're legit medals. Like Disney does really? these medals, right? They're some yeah. of the biggest medals that I own. They're crazy. Yeah. But uh, they have a different theme every year. So the first year that I did it, it was all Mickey. So each medal was like a different piece of Mickey's outfit. So there are his shorts and his glove and his shoes. Um, And then I believe if you do all three, you get an extra medal. Um, But this year, the theme is the Incredibles. Oh, cool. Yeah. So each medal has a different character from the movie and then I think if you do all four, you get like a, oh, it says here, I'm looking at the site right now and it says you get a commemorative finisher medal, a magnet frame, you can download your race bib, you can download a finisher certificate. And then if you do the whole series, you also get a special resistance band a hot and a hot cold gel pack and a special um series finisher medal that's a lot of stuff yeah and it is pricier i think it's like forty dollars per race or 142 for the whole series gotcha but like we've been talking about um i'm not sure how what percentage of proceeds if it's all or just some but um i think part of it benefits the boys and girls club of central florida Oh, wow. See, that's nice. That's very nice. Yeah. That's cool. That's a lot of swag. Um, it's a lot of swag. And I mean, again, it is pricier, but it's all going, it's at least part of it is going toward a good cause. And it's just fun. It's a good way to get a cool medal when right. you may not be able to do the typical Disney races or travel or whatever it is. Well, you know, and I think like what you're saying about doing it with your mom, you know what I mean? Like it's a nice way to kind of like get, give somebody like the the running bug a little bit like um because you all know after you like run a race you're like I gotta find another race to run I want to <laughs> you know earn more medals and like sometimes that's not always possible like I mean we have enough of a running community where I live but there's not a lot of races during the summer for whatever reason so this is a good way of like kind of connecting with like you said if we get a group together like hey let's do this and we all get some you know something fun out of it but it's a good you know way to um you know, connect with other people in your community too. Yeah. And I think especially for if you have your own running group or if you're a running coach and you work with a bunch of clients, Mm -hmm. doing a virtual race could be a really great way to motivate your clients and give them a new goal. That's so So, true. You know, you start working with them and say, all right, we're going to work our way up to a 5k. And after the program's over at at the end of three months or whatever it is, we're Mm -hmm 
going to get everybody together and we're going to do this virtual race. And, oh, I love that. Yeah. You know, maybe you can even get some local sponsors involved just to kind of give some extra swag or have sure. everybody's families come out. So it feels like a little mini race. I think there's a lot you can do. Yeah, right? well, you can organize a race without having to like go through all the red tape of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like you're getting together for a run, you know. And then it, if there's swag involved and medals, like it gives them that you know, purpose. I, I love getting a medal. Like I, I Who don't doesn't? know what it is about getting a medal. It's not like I'm wearing it around town all the time. I do like to wear it right when I finish the race and Heck like yeah, the whole day afterwards, but then it just goes on my rack and it's nice to look at and see my accomplishment. So I think that's, that's a really cool thing to do, especially because a lot of, a lot of new runners are, can be intimidated by races. Mm-hmm. Um, or they feel like, yeah, if, especially if they, they're just like, I don't know, I'm going to be the slowest one out there, even though you're not like you have all those like fears in your head. So doing something like this would be a nice way to ease into it. Yeah. Very cool. I like that idea. I, I am, you know, a certified running coach now. And um, in the next like week or two, I'm starting my own running club here in Oswego. So Amazing. I, you know, this is giving. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, like I said, we don't have a huge running community, but um, we're going, you know, something like these virtual races would be a great way to get people involved and to kind of just pique their interest. Like, what's the point of joining a running club? I can do it on my own. Be like, yeah, but if you join us, you can run these virtual races with us. Um, yeah, and then we're, and get, yeah. Yeah, get, it, just get that community and that. And, yeah. and also tips from a running coach are always helpful. Duh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's it's a lot of fun. Um, that's a great that's a great way to look at it too. So I'm excited. I'm excited for these races. I think you know um, we'll be reporting back on Instagram once we run them. So be sure to you know check it out. Follow us at Fitful Focus for Nicole and at Fit Foodie Mama for me. And also um, the More Miles Races yes. Instagram. If you're running the uh, the happy hour 5k her the Instagram there is more miles more fun obviously obviously, um, obviously. yeah for sure so follow us follow her um, join us and if you do let us know yeah so um, yeah have a great virtual race enjoy your happy hour yes oh let us know what you drink yes. I want to know what you're drinking what are you putting in your happy hour koozie yeah. Beer, wine, coffee, water, vodka, vodka. whiskey. <laughs> and Marie's like, I'm going to tell everybody it's water, but actually, it's going to be vodka. <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> At Anne Marie's virtual race, she's going to hand out instead of little goose or uh, little shots of electrolytes, she's going to be. Handing out shots of vodka. Oh my god, that would be awful. Somebody did that to me. Like this is a total side story, but I was at a wedding once, and I was like dancing my little butt off. I was like, bam, 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 <laughs> dancing, and I'm like, oh, I'm so thirsty. So I'm like, I said to my husband, like, will you go get me some water? He's like, sure. He comes back, and it looks like water, like in a little cup, and I take it and I just chugged it because I was so thirsty. It was vodka. <laughs> And I passed out on a bench the rest of the wedding. So don't <laughs> chug vodka thinking it's water. That is the worst. It's the worst when that happens. That, um, I, another side story that's not related <laughs> at all to r- racing, but is related to vodka. I was, um, I was at Bonnaroo, oh. which is like a big music festival yeah. in Tennessee every year. 
and you camp out and you go to all the there's a bunch of different stages and you go see a bunch of different musicians and anyway that's not really relevant to the story but <laughs> we were camping and I was I go to brush my teeth and you know there's no sinks or anything like that so we just had different bottles of water yeah. so I'm brushing my teeth and then I go to take a swig of water to like swish around and rinse my mouth out oh no and it was vodka oh no and it was so, like I had I had all the minty toothpaste in my mouth and it was just a horrible combo did it taste like what is that what is that called rumples oh i know what you're talking about mint liquor i don't know i haven't had it like since i was 12 but um (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah anyhow alcohol is better after you run not while you're running or dancing or trying to brush your teeth And uh, especially when you're not expecting it to be alcohol. It's like the worst. I did that actually during a race. Somebody handed me what I thought was, um, I don't know what I thought. It was like a cup of water on the mountain goat run. And it was like a thing of champagne. But like I was so like focused that I just took it and like drank it. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to vomit right now. (laughs) It's not what I was expecting. So moral of the story, if you're out doing your virtual run and someone hands you a beverage, smell it say no (laughs) or just say no and stick to your water bottle right and then afterwards have your happy hour correct (laughs) all right guys enjoy your virtual runs and uh again tag us we'll follow along cheer you on and we will talk to you in two weeks see ya Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.